Welcome everyone to another episode AOM Podcast. Otherwise known as Adamant One Multiverse. So now Comic-Con just happened. No, I wasn't able to go. I was busy with work. Furthermore, it's a little hard to get tickets. Uh, some people that I know that went, you know, they're big influencers in the, uh, you know, YouTube, social media, podcasting area. I'm not there yet myself, but they got like press passes and stuff and they got to go. So it's pretty cool. Good for them. Congratulations. Um, yeah, no, uh, I didn't go to Comic-Con and honestly, I've been there before. And if you've never been to, uh, Comic-Con, it's, uh, it's, it's a fun experience if you go, um, like if you, if you've never been definitely go, you know, at least once, um, if you can, otherwise to go every year, you got to do it almost like a solo adventure, you know? And when I mean by solo adventure, I mean, just you're responsible for yourself. Like you can go with friends, you know, go with buddies or something, but they gotta, they gotta handle their business and you gotta do your thing. Um, because once you uh once you have to worry about other people it it gets a little it's difficult like my first time I went I went with my wife um my first kid my first son I went with my brother my cousin his wife and um their kid you know it was a whole little entourage and like at some point like me like I broke away from my wife she was doing her thing, and then me and my brother went to go do our thing, and it was cool. Like it was cool doing it like that. Like because again, I had I didn't have to be responsible. I don't have to worry about someone's needs or any of that nonsense. Like it sounds selfish, but that's really how you got to go about it. Um, if you're planning to take your family to it or some shit like that, pff, good luck. If you can do it, great. But the second time that I went, you know, it was me and my wife, and then both my kids. And first off, kids, nah, like can't do it. Can't do it. And like, if you, if you're there to really enjoy the Comic Con experience, San Diego Comic Con experience, you can't do it with kids. And I mean, you can do it with your with your uh, with your spouse, you know, an adult, <laughs> you know, who can handle themselves. Great, but you know, if you got that little needy claim, like, oh, we got to do things together and do this and that, nah. I'm not saying that I wouldn't want to do anything with my wife. I'm just saying, like, in that situation, you can't, man. You got you to gotta go solo. You just got to go in there like Rambo. You know, especially if you're trying to get in lines to watch it, meet people, autographs, or even, you know, in this case, collect stuff because that's where the scalpers go, whether it's the Hasbro, the Lego, the, the Funko, you know. You got to do all this maneuvering and, you know, trying to be slick. Obviously, if you have a posse, of other adults that are in the same field of need collectibles and stuff. It make, maybe it's a little bit easier, but still I, I don't like the system that Comic-Con does too. Like I'm really getting burnt out of collectibles, collectibles, exclusive collectibles. Let me rephrase that exclusive collectibles. They're starting to really, I don't know. They're killing the vibe for me wanting to get like, whether it's an action figure or, Whatever the hell it is, it's just like forget it. 
And I just don't like the way Com- uh, Comic-Con does it. Like, I've always been big on Lego, and I've always wanted the Lego minifigs. And the way they do it, it's like a lottery system. It's like you got to, like, be lucky. Take a draw. You know, at first it was like you got to get in a line. And I remember one time we were trying to get uh, – the second time we went, we went to go and try to get the um, – I forgot what Lego it was. But I was like, oh, we got to be there, like, dead ass early before they open because I'm sure there's going to be a line. Like, all right, so we got up. We went, like, I think in two hours before they were supposed to open up. It was, like, I don't know, 6, 5 a.m., something. Like, all right, we're going to be there hella early. Like, I'm thinking in my head, hell, yeah, this is foolproof. <laughs> Wrong. I ain't that dedicated because I'll tell you what, by the time we got there, there was already a line wrapped. I said, how y'all be in this line? They said, man, we've been here since yesterday, yesterday. I said, What? You've been waiting in this line for like damn there two days? Like, yup. Like, how does like people be living in the they be looking like Awazawa from freaking, you know, Eraserhead from My Hero Academia just be walking around in a sleeping bag, sleeping wherever they need to. Like, what the hell? So I don't know. I just and then, you know, if you don't get it and someone does get it, what they do? Oh, they're gonna flip it. You know, they're selling it for this free item. That you could have got, they're like, oh yeah, you know, five hundred bucks. Like, what the shit? So that's why I never got my. Uh, they did a minifig of um, Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man, the one based off the PlayStation Four video game, exclusive to Comic Con. Tried to get it, couldn't get it. So I ended up getting this one where this, um, it's an actual Lego, but it's a printed on. So someone made, like custom. But it's really well done. But only the front. Like, the front of it is crisp. Perfect. Looks exactly like the real thing. Um, but the real one has actually detail on the back and on the sides. This one just has it on the front. So, I mean, it's good enough for me. I'm satisfied. I'm not going to be dropping no $500, $1,000 for a little Lego plastic thing. I don't care how much I love that stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Nah. I can get some hot toys with that shit, you know. Uh, today's time I can get like, you know, full tank of gas for maybe a month. <laughs> oh my God. Actually gas is going down, so it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, so the, the San, the San Diego comic-con experience, it's, it's a cool thing to experience, but if you've never been, I do recommend you try it at least once. And if you do do that one time, you got to leave everybody at home, go on your own, go on your own, you know, you know, if you drive, drive. If you if you uh, fly or whatever, do that. Get close, Uber, whatever the case, and then bring a lot of money with you. If you want to buy shit, if you want to buy stuff that you want, collectibles and things like that, I mean, you got to go. You got to go there. Like, you can literally burn. Like I shit you not, you can burn five grand easy, easy, without even blinking. Five k done gone down the drain easy your time gone easy like is one of the you can waste so much i know it sounds bad like i'm all you're like yeah go dude and then i just saw this negative but i mean depending on how you go about it you got to be slick got to be smart it's like going to disneyland you know what i mean you can go to disneyland and be like i'm gonna hit up all the rides in less you know in half the day it's doable just got to be slick. Got to have a plan. Got another path. Um, 
And, you know, with Comic Con, you get to you can you could easily lose like an hour just looking around, like whoa, wow, just being fascinated by all the spectacle of everything. Easy. So you got to be slick. Got to know what you got to do. Anyway, if it's your first time, that's how you'll be. But like my second time, I knew exactly what to expect. So I was like, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here. So I got my Funko Pop. I actually got a Funko Pop. Funny story. So the way I got my uh, couple Funko Pops or got access to the booth, it was like you had to go get in line at a certain time. They opened it up and it was like crowded people. Like at this point, I had like left my family behind. My wife was like, just go try to get it because it was like almost like, you know, trying to herd a bunch of cows into a little. Yeah, I call myself a cow, a cows into like a little tiny trench. And so it's crazy. So she's like, just go do if you, if you can get in fantastic. And I was like, I don't even know what they got. I don't even know what I'm going, but I'm trying, but I ended up going, there was this lady next to me. She was in a wheelchair and she's like, Hey, um, she's like, I'm trying to get this pop. Like what she's like, cause like, what are you trying to get? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what they got. And then she had like a little, actually like, um, flyer that had what they had. And I was like, Oh shit. How'd you get that? And like, I'm trying to get this pop. Cause it was one per person. She's like, I need to get another one of this one. It was at the time. I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was either twilight or supernatural, something like that. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit about that at all. I'll get it. And she's like, just give me like, buy that for me. And then just tell me what you want. I'll buy the one for you. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, but if we get in, she's like, nah, she's like, I'm handicapped. You can be my handler. Like my caretaker. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we'll get in real quick. And I was like, shit, lady. I said, okay. I said, you leads the way. And so sure enough, you know, she got a little flag and stuff. And she flagged down the dude. She's like, hey, right here. Sus, sus. Let us in. And sure enough, you know, because she handicapped. She got the pass or whatever. You know, go. And he was like, oh, wait, wait. He like, stop me. He was like, who are you? And she's like, oh, that's my caretaker. Like she said, with hell attitude. <laughs> I didn't even, I'm like sitting there's like, uh, what the fuck do I say? And it's like, no, she was like, he takes care of me. And I was just like, Shh, yeah, she said, bro. And he's like, okay, okay, go ahead. So sure enough, we go to the goddamn front of the line. I was like, whoa. So I had to make it like, I had to like make super quick decisions. Like, fuck, what am I going to buy? I didn't even, I wasn't even prepared. I didn't think we were going to get in. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to get, um, I was in the Star Wars. So I was like, I'm going to get the Star Wars Princess Leia Bosch uh, helmet off exclusive uh gold bender you know it's uh the other bender variant and like uh big hero six funko pop um and then uh, i think it was like tangle so it was like four exclusives um that i picked up including and well, actually five because i bought the one for her and she ended up giving me i forgot which one she got me um because i just i said something else but anyways so i got them i was like cool Got what I got, and I was like, that was the smoothest experience. But I was like, shit, if I come to Comic-Con, shit, I might need to break my leg before I come here. <laughs> I need all them shortcuts. Oh, man. Fun fun fact, too, is I have all those pops except for Princess Leia. Um, I ended up selling Princess Leia uh, back when, just before Infinity War came out, because I ended up selling it for five or $600. And I took that money, ended up buying a shit ton of Lego, bought all kinds of Marvel, the Infinity War line, and some Ninjago. It's on my Instagram, but yeah, it's fucking crazy. A Funko Pop, a little piece of plastic, paid for that. I just said a little while ago, I would not pay no crazy money for a little Lego figure. You know, I don't give a damn how exclusive and rare it is. And someone out there bought this damn Funko Pop, and I was just like, Phew. 
the crazy thing too is that the this Funko Pop it was also like a retail exclusive, so you could find some in circulation in retail. The difference is just the damn sticker, or no, it was a piece. It says something to do with pieces or something. That's what made it even rare. I don't know. I'm not. I I got away from the Funko stuff. Uh, working my old job, working at GameStop, um, I was big into Funko in the beginning, but then after dealing with like scalpers and quote unquote collectors and all this. Man, they killed that shit for me. <clears throat> like, I do not like Funko. I'll collect some now, but I'm not like, I'm not that, I'm not that inbox person anymore. Like, oh my God, there's a freaking crinkle, like small little dent or whatever, you know, on my box. I got, I needed to get a discount. I'm like, what the fuck? So a lot of people kill that stuff for me. And then it just got redundant. It became the exclusive thing started to piss me off. Like, go to Walgreens to get this variant. Or go to Hot Topic. Go to Box Lunch. Go to GameStop. Go to Target. Go to Walmart. Go to fucking 7-Eleven. Like, no shit. 7-Eleven had an exclusive. Go to, what was what was the other one? Um, Foot Locker. Like, random people started getting, like, collect, like, exclusives. And you're just like, what? So, it just, I don't know. Funko's like they're dead to me. I collect a couple, like the My Hero. Um, I did a few of the Spider Mans, um, but yeah, I'm good with all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's a good experience. It's cool Comic Con, but if I go again, I'm going solo. That's the only way to do it. I can't do it with anybody else. Um, you know, I love my wife, but I don't even know if I would can do it with her. Plus, you know, she's not that might be able to. I'll get in trouble even more. Spend some shit that I spend some money that I don't have. <laughs> yeah, just uh, ask for forgiveness, not for permission, right? But anyways, so a lot of things were going down at Comic Con. Um, but the big thing for me, the main topic of this episode is uh, Marvel Hall H. Hall H is the famous one. That's the one. If you ever go to Comic-Con and you want to see maybe your celebrity, see some exclusive stuff, Hall H. That's where you go. I've been there once, and it was awesome. Uh, I saw a lot of Avatar shit when I went. So kind of cool, but then not really. Um, I was hyper Avatar when it first came out. Like, I was interested. It was interesting to me. You know, I trusted James Cameron, not because of Titanic, but because of uh, Aliens, Terminator, True Lies. So I loved his movies. Titanic was good, but I don't, I don't hype that shit up like everyone else hypes it up. Um, so, you know, James Cameron, cool, Avatar, interesting. The 3D was like hot at that time. I was pumped. And when I did see it, like my first watch through, my very first watch through, I saw an IMAX 3D. I was blown away. Like the the effects, the 3D was freaking fantastic. And um, it seemed new to me, the film, when it first came out. But then after I saw it and I thought about it more, I then saw the similarities of a lot of other films and it just became a ripoff. Um, and not only just like other films, but like other properties, like you know, going back to Aliens, going to Halo, going to, you know, things like that, like visuals. So I was just like, mm. and so the, why it became as popular and did as well in the box, it blows my fucking mind. Like it was a good movie, but it wasn't, you know, two point whatever billion dollar good. And granted, most of that was overseas. So I don't know, overseas shit, over, people overseas maybe loved it more, but 
I don't know. The sequel? Eh, we'll see. I'll watch it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front or anything. Like I'm not going to bullshit people. I'm going to watch it, most likely day one, preview night. Um, because it's a spectacle. I got to see it. You know, I got to know what it's about. But am I going to be happy going to watch it? Probably not. <laughs> I'm going to go in there and be mad. Uh, but it's good. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes you go in there, like, just not expecting, low expectations, just, eh. And then you watch it, and maybe it turns out to be good, and you're like, damn. Now you got to backpedal what you say, you know? But I, I, I at this point, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But anyways, when we went to Hall H, uh, went to Comic-Con, Hall H, me and my brother, uh, we got to see a lot of the stuff before it was released to the public, and it was cool. It was cool to watch. It was, it was, it was just a fun experience. Hall H is where it's, uh, where it's at. But this year, Hall H, Marvel Studios was uh, presented, Kevin Feige, and he finally addressed what um, this current phase or saga or sequence of film and Disney Plus shows, what it, what it's leading up to. Um, so it's called the Multiverse Saga. So just to recap, um, the previous saga spanned from 2008 to 2019. Kicking off phase one with Iron Man, finishing phase one with Avengers, kicking off phase two with Iron Man 3, finishing it with Ant-Man, kicking off phase three with Captain America Civil War, and finishing it off with Spider-Man Far From Home. So, so yeah, so Far From Home was the last one there, and then that created the Infinity Saga. Um, so all in all, we had what one, two, three, four, five, six movies in phase one, one, two, three, four, five, six movies in phase two, which I would have liked them to keep going with like, you know, every six, every phase is like six films or something just to keep it easier to follow. Phase three was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven movies. So I was like, man, phase three was like eleven films. That's crazy. It did 11 movies between 2016 and 2019. Four years, Jesus. So, wait. Yeah, fucking A. So now we have the Multiverse Saga. So the Multiverse Saga started off with, actually, who came first? I want to say Wanda, right? Because it was COVID and it delayed a lot of things. So the Multiverse Saga has been going on for since 2021 um because they took a break from well not really intentionally but they you know took a year off because of covid and so it really delayed and it pushed projects around so i don't think the order of things that came out was the way they wanted it to come out so right now it just it just seems like chaos right now um and to be honest I know the meme that's been going around there like, oh, you know, after Endgame, it's like beating the boss of the, the final boss of a video game. And now all you got left to do is the side quests and blah, blah, blah. Sure. If that's how you want to see it. Fantastic. For me, it's very much more. There's just too much content now coming on and they're trying to force it. And what works well for Marvel is the continuity between the connection of everything, which is great. I love that about the first, you know, the first uh, saga. But now we're just getting so much that, I mean, I don't know. 
I feel like it's just too much now. Like I feel like there is an oversaturation of Marvel Studio film property projects, if that makes sense. Which is crazy for me because I love this stuff, but I don't know. I'm I'm getting a little burnt out. Like I'm not getting hyped to see anything really. And when I do see it, like it's like, hmm, okay, cool. That was fun. That was a fun two hours. But there's no like attachment. Like I'm not like, oh shit, I gotta I can't wait till the next one or I can't wait till this. I can't wait till that. I don't know. It's it's a dry spell for me. So they're doing the two different things. They're doing the films and then they're doing Disney Plus. And again, it's a lot. So in film wise, they did Black Widow, Shang uh Shang-Chi and the and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, and finishing phase four, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which has not released, comes out November eleventh. And I'll go back to those in a little bit. And then with Disney Plus, they now are officially calling, they're now giving you the phases for the Disney Plus stuff because phase four, phase five, and phase six completes the Infinity Saga or the uh, Multiverse Saga. So we had WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel all been released next up we have she hulk attorney at law which is going to be next month um and then we have an unannounced uh, or untitled halloween special that's in october and then finishing phase four of disney plus is the guardians of the galaxy holiday special that comes out in december so i don't know there's just been okay so there's just been a lot going on so i'm gonna go back to the movies and again we're just talking about phase four of the multiverse saga because they did announce phase five in its entirety it seems and then they gave us a tease of phase six so with phase five black widow was crap in my opinion like it was i'm not saying it's crap because like it's the movie sucked. I mean, kinda. It just it wasn't necessary. I didn't need a Black Widow movie. I think they just did it just to. I, I feel Disney had some type of obligation to give a female leading role. Um, let alone Black the leg you know Black Widow because she's one of the legacy characters and. I guess they already knew that Hawkeye was going to get a show. So every of the legacy original Avengers had their own thing except Black Widow. And I, I don't know. I feel like they just had to do it. And technically it should have released um, either before Infinity War or after Infinity War. Actually after Infinity War. Not after Endgame. To be more effective. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Wing, uh, Ten. Wait, oh my God, what the hell was that? And the Legend of the Ten Rings. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, Eternals was good. It was different, but I enjoyed it. Uh, the big thing for that one for me was the Celestials. More information on them. And then we had Spider-Man No Way Home, which was a hit. And we all know why. You know, it's Spider-Man, but also we got the legacy characters of Toby and Andrew. So, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness was 
I'm not going to lie. It was a little bit of a letdown for me. Um, I was kind of expecting, this is why I tell people don't have, keep your expectations extremely low. But my expectations were a little bit high because it was Dr. Strange. It just came off Spider-Man and you know, Raimi was directing it. So we had a little bit of horror elements. It was cool. I don't know. It just kind of fell flat. It was entertaining. It was like, it's enjoyable. Like you can watch it, but I just kind of wanted more. And then Thor Love and Thunder, I reviewed that. Uh, I did a review on that uh, movie a little while ago. And again, that was more of like closure to the Thor story and then kind of giving us an idea of what's coming. But it wasn't like nothing big. And now we have Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I'm sorry, that term on is like kicking as must slur my mouth up a little bit. They just released the trailer and, you know, everyone's going fucking bananas. I get it, dude. Like, I Okay. There's two things. One, I get the cultural impact that Black Panther has done. You know, I get it. I I like Black Panther. I thought it was a, it was a cool movie. Is it one of Marvel's best movies? No. Is it in my top 10? Yeah, I'll put it in my top 10 maybe. Top 5? No. It's not in my top 5. Sorry. It's not. And I I love I like I love Chadwick Boseman. Um I love all the characters. I mean, it's got my boy Daniel Kalu in there too, man. Like, shh, I just did an episode about Nope. Like, that's my guy. I'm really pissed that he's not in the second one. Um, so again, I, I like Black Panther. It's a great movie. It's hard to rank. I mean, there's goddamn, there's what twenty nine, twenty eight Marvel movies now. It, it's not in my top ten. It's just not. But they released the trailer and. Oh my God, everyone's like, oh, this is hitting the feels, this and that. It's hitting the feels because they decided not to recast T'Challa. And they're, Disney and Marvel are going to play on the whole. They're going to give us a, 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 another effect of, of losing, of losing uh, Chadwick Boseman. That in itself is already like a heartbreak. Just the way all that was handled, how he went about his business. Like Chadwick was amazing phenomenal you know it's just i get why people don't want to recast they didn't want to recast them but at the same time just keep the character going i'm sure that's what chadwick would have wanted just keep the character going um there's so many more stories he started something established something you know i'm sure they would have found a great actor that can continue what he started and in a very respectful way and even that actor would know that they would have you know big shoes to fill in just keep it going. The fact that they killed, you know, the fact that he, Chadwick, unfortunately passed away in real life, and then they kill his character in the Marvel movie, and then they're going to play to that? I don't know, guys. Like, ah, I don't know how I feel about that. Because it, there's two things. One is, like, how are they going to write that? Like, how is this going to be explained? They, they kind of already said that they were not going to use CGI. They're not going to use anything to show him so i'm like so is he gonna die off screen that's a big slap in the face in my opinion we're just gonna say that oh he died you know unless they were like being slick and going well we won't cgi him like his actual face but we can cgi black panther with the mask on you know that's the shit that you got to watch out with with disney and marvel with them they say these things because that's that's some that's, that's some trickery there, because I don't have it in front of me. But I remember they said 
nah, we're not going to CGI him. But, I, you know, they weren't specific then. And they're going to be, they, 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 they're going to be very selective when they make them. I guarantee you watch. I bet uh, they'll show you, you'll see Black Panther in the suit. And then something will happen that he dies. So we'll see him. We'll see for a moment Black Panther. We just won't see Chadwick's face. And I guarantee you that's what they're going to, that's what they meant by like, we won't use CGI. They won't recreate a CGI version of his face. But yet they'll put his face on the side of a building, you know, memorial, memorialize it and everything. They're going to plaster that all over the place. You know, kind of how like Tony Stark died in Spider-Man, but that was different because Robert Downey's still alive. Now we're, we're getting like, they're going to showcase T'Challa dead, but all of us, everyone in the theater, everyone that goes see this movie is not going to be saying, oh my God, T'Challa. They're going to be like, that's Chadwick. Chadwick passed away. Chadwick is gone. So I don't know. I feel very weird about it. I, I don't really appreciate the path they're going. Um, and I, I just don't know. I got to wait and see the movie. Like I'm not hyped for the movie. Like I'm hyped to see it. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I really want to see it because the curiosity of how they handle the story, where it's going to go. Um, you know, they, they're throwing in Namor right there, you know, first Mexican superhero, you know what I'm saying? Um, male superhero. Cause we already had a female, but like, it's like, all right, let's get it. But I, I'm just very, I don't know. I'm very, that, that whole, you know, T'Challa's dead and we're going to spend the movie, you know, remembering him and honoring T'Challa, but in reality it's Chadwick. I don't know, man. And I feel like they're going to, they're going to make money. People are going to go because of that. So it's like, you guys are just cashing in on someone's death. Like y'all better like contribute, donate like half of the box office earnings to like the organizations supported like for cancer and stuff or his family. I don't know. Like you, you got to do something here. Like you're just going to cash in. So I don't know. We'll see how the movie pans out. Looks interesting. Um, I just really need to know what, what they're doing with, with T'Challa's character. Um, you know, Shuri's destined to become Black Panther. It was between Okoye, Shuri, or Nakia. And I feel, I don't think Nakia would do it, but I can see Okoye maybe doing it for a minute, but Shuri will definitely be it. Um, there's a theory out there. I hope it's true. I hope it happens where somehow Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger comes back. Um, cause they didn't necessarily sh- properly show his death. Um, and you know, but then there's the whole multiverse thing. I mean, it is the part of the multiverse saga. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Killmonger who was Black Panther. I personally would prefer the same Killmonger from our universe and he comes back and he tries to redeem himself, tries to become better so they can have that conflicting story of like kind of semi-anti-hero but trying to be good. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, I mean, Michael B. Jordan can do, he did a phenomenal job and I, I think... I think that'd be great. Or maybe we get another T'Challa from an alternate universe. They find a way to replace him or a different Black Panther. And it could be um, Denzel Washington's kid, real life kid. Um, I forgot his name. I know I failed everyone. But um, that would be cool too. Um, David Washington. There we go. But I don't know. It's just a weird, I don't know. This movie's in a weird spot. And everyone who's like, oh, my God, it's in the fields and all this. You guys are just buying into that. 
Like if you if that's what you got from the trailer, Marvel won. They got you. Done. They got you. They got you. Simple as that. Like I'm hyped. Ten out of ten. Let's go. Like I cannot wait. You know I got friends that are like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. I'm happy. You're happy. Fantastic. But see, I respect and appreciate Chadwick Boseman a lot. And I appreciate what he's done for the role and what he brought. And right now I just see this disrespect. Simple as that. And until I see the movie and I see how they handle that situation, then okay. Okay. Hopefully I trust Ryan Colger, the director. I trust him. I really do. Um, he's very passionate. So, but we'll see. It's going to be one of those movies too, where I'm curious to how they explain the Black Panther abilities. Obviously, we see Ironheart in the trailer. Riri Williams going to have her own show. She becomes, uh, in the comics, she's, um, you know, she creates her own Iron Man suit, and she's guided by a AI, uh, Tony Stark. Um, so it'd be kind of cool if we get an Easter egg of Robert Downey doing a cameo or something. But I don't think they'll go that route, because you see Riri uh, Williams, Ironheart, in the lab, and she fist pumps Shuri. So clearly she's going to have some type of like, <clears throat> excuse me, vibranium suit. Um, and so it raises the question, like, how can you get the Black Panther abilities? Because in the previous film, it was the flower. You know, they take it, they, they drink it. And if they are able to survive, they're great. They go to the uh, ancestral plane and stuff like that. And they see the previous Black Panthers. Um, and so when... Uh, when um killmonger took over he destroyed all the plants you know and remember that t'challa lost they took the power away because he had to do the battle the ritual and then they they managed to sneak one of the plants nakia and they gave it to him so technically the last two people that had the uh, the flower that gave him the abilities of the black panther was uh t'challa and killmonger and then you know we're led to believe that killmonger was officially dead so T'Challa was the only one left. That was the direction they're going. But because of the um, untimely and surprising and unfortunate, demo, uh, you know, of uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away, that changed the whole story. So now it's like, how can they recon that? Um, I don't think they will. I'm sure unless they do somewhere, sure, he tries to recreate it. But I don't think they'll go that route because then it's like anybody can be Black Panther at that point. So I kind of feel that... She's going to create a suit, a Black Panther suit, Shuri will, with the collaboration of Riri Williams, Ironheart, and it's going to be a hybrid of like nanotech, adamantium, or I'm sorry, vibranium, um, and you know, just like that. So it's going to be more of like an Iron Man suit than anything. She won't, it will give her the abilities of the Black Panther, but she wouldn't physically have that outside the suit. Um, and this is why I hope Killmonger comes back because ten technically Killmonger would be the only one that actually does have that. And we again we don't we didn't necessarily see him actually fully die. So you know. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Like I said, it's I'm very curious on how they're gonna approach that. Furthermore, they're letting us to believe that Namor is the villain and there's a whole tribal war going on and it's interesting, but I think there's another big bad that we haven't seen that's actually pulling all the strings for everything. So, um, again, I am excited for the Black Panther sequel. 
Um, I'm just keeping my expectations extremely, extremely low. And I'm just going to wait. I, I need to know how, they're, how they handle uh, Chadwick's T'Challa. That's it. That's my big thing. Once I know that, then I'll be like, okay, cool. Which will most likely won't be until I actually see the film. All right, let me move away from that. I just want to spend some time talking about Black Panther because that just came out and that's all the hype right now. So that's phase four of the movies. Now, phase four of the shows, we had WandaVision, which was all right. I mean, it made a lot of sense to connect to Doctor Strange. Um, that was okay. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier it was cool. Just establish Sam Wilson as Captain America. Um, Loki was inter- is cool. That was I think that was probably one of the big out of everything that they've done so far. I think Loki was more of the most important films as or pro- uh, projects from Phase Four as of right now because it really spent a lot of time explaining kind of the multiverse, the different timelines. But most importantly, spoiler if you haven't seen Loki, at the very end, we get introduced to Kang. And that's big because once uh, we talk about phase six, uh, um, yeah, phase six and phase five, uh, that plays a big, uh, Kang plays a big role. So a little bit more on that in a little bit. So Loki, I feel, was out of everything that they've done so far, Loki was probably the most important thing. Uh, what if was all, co- all right? It just gave us a what if scenarios, multiverse stuff. Um, Hawkeye was cool. It really just kind of opened up the street level thugs or heroes and thugs um, leading to Daredevil and, you know, Spider-Man level stuff. So that's kind of cool. Uh, same thing with Moon Knight. Moon Knight was entertaining. I actually liked Moon Knight. Like it took me a minute. Like I think it was like episode four or five. I think I said in one of my episodes before. Um Oscar Isaac did a great job and it was more of a psychological thing than anything. Um, and then Miss Marvel came out and honestly, I'll tell you what, man, I loved Miss Marvel. I think Miss Marvel was the most out of everything that they've done for phase four, all the movies, including Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man was, I would say Spider-Man's like top coming in second was Miss Marvel in terms of enjoyment. I really, she gave me that Spider-Man feel of just a young kid discovering powers, changing their life. It was just like a different take though. Cause it was very cultural with, you know, Pakistani and everything, but it was just cool to see like the family be involved, know the identity support. Like, I don't know. It was, it was really entertaining. It was very, you know, young. Yeah. It was a little trendy with the current times with the kids, you know, doing like TikTok and social media and stuff like that. But it, the story was very well done. I really enjoyed it. And it gave us the first big hint at the very end. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. They gave us the mutants. They finally mentioned mutants, X-Men type level stuff for the first time, which was very exciting. And I'm very excited to see where that goes. Um, next up, we have She-Hulk, which we'll see how that turns out to be. Um, it looks entertaining. Looks good. Uh, I'll check it out. And then we have uh, two specials, the Halloween one that hasn't really formally been announced, and then Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I'm personally excited for because I love Guardians of the Galaxy. But that's phase four. And like I said, it was, I don't know. It's all right. So they fully gave us phase five, 
And Phase 5 is, uh, for the films, kicks off with Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumanium starting February 17th, which um, I'm really excited. can't wait to see the trailer. They did show footage briefly at Comic-Con. Hasn't been leaked yet. Um, King the Conqueror is going to be in this. So, again, if you watch Loki, you'll get a little bit of continuity and connection here. Very important what's going to happen there. Um, that's in February. And then in May, you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I cannot wait. I love the Guardian film. And honestly, I'm a little scared to watch this one. Because there was a little leak of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that they showed at Comic-Con. And we see a baby rocket raccoon. I love me rocket raccoon. And... <sighs> James Gunn said that they do spend a little more time of his origins. So I feel that James Gunn has said this is his last one. Um, a lot of the Guardian, like the actor says, kind of the last one. So I have a feeling either they're going to ride off into the sunset or they're going to kill some characters off. And it's going to be very sad. And I have a gut feeling because they're spending time with the origins of Rocket. My gut is telling me that he's going to die. They're going to kill him off in this movie. I really hope that's not true. But that's my gut feeling. So I'm excited for that one. I can't wait. May 5th, 2023, next year. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, and then we have the Marvels. This one's going to be interesting. Uh, I just talked about Miss Marvel. She'll be, uh, Kamala Khan will be in there. If you have not seen Miss Marvel, another spoiler, the post credit scene or the very last scene before the credits, I don't forgot what it was. Uh, you see this weird swap and you see uh, Carol Danvers pop up crazy so i hope we get more explanation on that but that comes out july 28th it's going to be interesting to see what that movie's about uh november 3rd 2023 the last marvel movie that we'll get next year blade i cannot wait to see um marvel studios take on blade um what's his name uh mar uh, marshall ali Mahershala Ali, I cannot wait to see his portrayal. Um, it's it's going to be good. I, I just it's going to be interesting. We did get the very first tease of Blade in Eternals in the post credit scene. Um, we hear uh, we see the Black Knight looking at a sword, the ebony blade, and um, we hear the um, the voice of Blade for the first time in the MCU and. Uh, Hopefully, we'll see if they continue that or what exactly that entails. But I'm really excited for that. And then in 2024, May, um, we'll get Captain America, New World Order, NWO, some Hulk Hogan and, you know, Steve Nash, all that nonsense. WCW, WWF, I don't know which one it was. Um, no, New World Order, which would be interesting. I'm sure we'll get, obviously, Sam Wilson be Captain America. There is no Steve Rogers, so people stop thinking it's going to be a Steve Rogers um, film. It's Sam Wilson. Um, I'm ho obviously, I'm hoping we see Bucky. Um, hopefully, we get more connection to the uh, Winter um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. See what's going on there. So, And then they're doing Thunderbolts, which I honestly thought that was kind of random, to be honest. But, hey. Bringing in new uh, new heroes and uh, go from there, I guess. I just didn't, uh, I really didn't expect them. I thought Thunderbolts was going to be a, uh, was going to be a uh, show. Um, 
But if you don't really know what Thunderbolts are from the comics, they're basically an, it's an anti-hero team. They were a team consist of mostly reformed supervillains. Um, they've had a lot of different team members. The original team members, well, Zemo was the leader, and we have Zemo. Um, it looks like Hawkeye was a part of that team. I don't know. There's a lot of characters that just. I was going to name them right now, but I'm like, that's there's a crap ton. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the, the key thing you should just know is that it's a team of villains that are trying to be good. So I, I guess we'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Um, all right. And that rounds out the films. That they've announced thus far. So now let's go. Whoa, what happened to my list here? So then it goes to Disney Plus. They've already listed out phase five for that. And for phase five, we're gonna get season two of What If? Um, we'll get Secret Invasion that's gonna feature um the scrolls and Nick Fury. You kind of got a tease of that um, in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home um, when Nick was the post credit scene when Nick's up in space with the scrolls. Uh, apparently, Nick Fury, obviously, will, uh, Samuel Jackson will be there as Nick Fury. You also will get Ben Mendelsohn as Talos, continuing from, you know, he was a scroll. Uh, apparently, Colby Somers will be in there, Martin Freeman, and then Don Cheadle are supposed to also appear in that show. So we don't got too much information on that. We'll see how that one pans out. Then we have Echo, which we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's continuing the character they introduced in Hawkeye, which was Maya Lopez, um, where she's the first hero that was like uh, deaf, I believe. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, it's going to be very much in line with connected to like Daredevil, I believe Charlie Cox and Vincent DeFrano, who was Kingpin, will appear. Um, but we'll see. Again, I have limited expectation with that because I don't know too, too much. So we'll see how it goes. Then we'll get season two of Loki. I'm really interested to see there because Loki was, uh, again, it was probably the best Disney Plus show along with Miss Marvel that they did. But as far as like giving us a hint of the future, that Loki did the best job. So I'm really curious to see there. Um, after we see... Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We're going to get um, the Ironheart show next year. So I'm really curious how that goes. I'm really excited for that. This show, I, I'm about to name right now. I really, I don't get it. I don't know why it's being made. Uh, like, I don't know. Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Agatha was the antagonist in the one in WandaVision. I guess like I, this is the shit I'm talking about. Like Marvel needs to just tone it down. Just release things that are going to matter. If we're just releasing it because they can release it, then that's one thing, but like don't oversaturate it. And this is just unnecessary. I, I really, I'm just like, okay, I guess sure. Whatever. So I'm at this point, I, I'll tell you right now at this point, I have absolutely no interest in that show. Zero. Not one bit. 
And then finishing Phase 5 Disney Plus, uh, Daredevil Born Again. Uh, basically, they're taking the what was the Netflix and I guess redoing it. Hence the Born Again title. I'm very excited. I don't. I want to see if they're going to continue what Netflix started or if they're going to take pieces of it or if they're just going to start all new. Um, it is going to be the first Disney Plus Marvel show that's going to feature 18 episodes, almost a full season. Which begs the question, what exactly are we getting? 30-minute episodes, one-hour episodes? Because the thing about Disney Plus is they've been extremely inconsistent with their uh, time, the length of episodes. It's been bugging the hell out of me. Um, every Anything, whether it's Star Wars with Mandalorian, Marvel, like some episodes are 30 minutes, some are 40, some are 50, some are an hour. It's like, just can you guys please just you know, pick a time and that's it. Like make your shows to where they fit that time slot. And it just goes to further prove that these aren't really shows. They're just extended films, whether it's a six hour, nine hour film, they're not shows because they, they put what they need to put there. And then if they can, whatever they can fill up that slot, perfect. And they'll stop. So then this goes to the next episode because it's the next part of the movie. And so it's very annoying. That's Disney needs, they need to fix this. They need to figure out something. And there's a good uh, brief review uh, interview from the boys. I think I mentioned this, but the boys uh, show creator where he said that he's really tired of the whole, like these shows are just being, they're basically movies cut into pieces. They're not actual shows. Like you don't have, a sh- it doesn't begin and end like a show where it's cohesive to like, okay, this is the, this is the plot. This is the issue. The resolve is at the end. And then every now and then it sprinkles the overall story that spanned across the entire series. Um, Disney don't do that. It's literally just, we're starting here. You don't know what the hell's going on. And it leads up to like a question. And so then that's it. Then you go to the next episode. You hope you answer that question. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But then it opens up to another question. So you're just going from question to question to question. question. That's why like Obi-Wan, everyone was like losing their shit, especially since they were a week apart, an episode. People were losing like, oh, this doesn't make sense. This is dumb. And then by the time you get to like the last two episodes, like everything comes together and you're like, oh, and it's just like, yeah, because it wasn't designed. It was designed to be a film. It wasn't designed to be an actual episodic thing. So I don't know. So we'll see how they do this. 18 episodes. It sounds great, but we'll see. Uh, I'm very skeptical, but I'm excited for Daredevil. He's supposed to appear in the She-Hulk. You see a tease of him in his classic comic book suit, the yellow and like reddish, like maroon purplish kind of looking thing they got going on there. Um, you're supposed to see that. You, you see a tease of that in She-Hulk at the end of the trailer of the last one they did. So we'll see Daredevil in, you know, in that, which would be interesting because she's an attorney. He's a lawyer as well, or attorney as well. So, hey. Uh, and then Jessica Jones, I heard, is supposed to appear in She-Hulk. So that's why She-Hulk is, um, I'm, I'm waiting. I can't wait. Let's see what's going to happen here. Hopefully they do it right. Um, but that ends Phase 5 of Disney+. Plus. So, again, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shows. And then you have one, two, three, four, five, six. So 14 projects going into phase five. <sighs> We're almost done. 
So they finally announced, and then they announced phase six. And with phase six, the, all they announce is Fantastic Four. Finally, Fantastic Four, November 8th, 2024. Then in May 2025, we are finally going to have the next Avengers film. And it's uh, Avengers the Kang Dynasty. And like I told you guys, the reason why Loki is a little important, you are introduced to Kang, a variant of Kang, which is important to understand that. Um, so we got Kang and Loki. Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumanium, basically Ant-Man 3. We got Kang there. Most likely we got Kang in Season 2 of Loki. And who knows where else he's going to pop up. But it's going to lead to May 2nd, 2025, the Kang Dynasty. After that, November 7th, 2025, we have the next Avengers movie. They're doing a back-to-back, kind of like Infinity War and Endgame. Just not so far apart. Secret Wars. Oh boy. I cannot wait for Secret Wars. I hope the Russo brothers come back and direct. I think it's going to be an epic, 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 epic film. Um, in the comics, the Secret Wars is huge. Huge. As the person that, as the president that everyone hated would say, it's huge. Um, all of Marvel was involved. All of Marvel. Um, yeah, it's just too much to go into, but just look up Secret Wars, get a synopsis of it. It's big. It's big time. So I'm really excited to see what they do there. Now, the key thing to know here, that's just three projects. If you look at the the graphic that Mar- Kevin Feige put up on screen, he shows phase four. You see all like the, you know, the titles and the release dates, phase five. And so for phase six, you just see those three. Uh, there is, however, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more projects that haven't been announced. Um, or at least placed on the timeline because we do know they've announced armor wars um an untitled wakanda series that's supposed to happen spider-man freshman year and it's season two sophomore year which are like animated uh marvel zombies which is going to be animated and they did announce that it will be mature rated ak rated r pretty excited for that um there's supposed to be a nova series a Wonder Man series, and then season three of What If. And that's just, I'm a, that's mainly like the Disney Plus stuff. As far as films go, we're supposed to have another uh, Shang-Chi sequel, uh, a Deadpool film, and we're supposed to have some mutant-centered film, which is an X-Men film. Um. Very interesting. So if you factor in those things, like those three films that I just said, like potentially a Deadpool, a mutant film, Shang-Chi. That's what, three? And then you have these other Disney Plus projects that haven't got placed. 
four, five, six, seven, and one of these being eight. They're there. They just haven't officially placed them on the timeline. Furthermore, a lot of these dates could change. So even though they've shown these release dates and these phases that they plan to do, things could change and you can get delayed. Like, honestly, uh, like I'll say right now, I don't think they're going to do two Avenger movies in the same year. I think that the Secret Wars one will get delayed to 2026. It just doesn't make sense to me for them to do it. I mean, I'd love for them to do it that quick. But if the stories are connected, which I believe they are, I don't think they'll put it that close. I think they'll delay the Secret Wars film to the following year. Um, You know, May release. Probably uh, put another title to take its place. And then, you know, we'll have one more movie like in July. And then that will officially conclude Phase 6, the Multiverse Saga. And then they'll start on the next thing. So... I don't know. So overall, that's the MCU where it's at right now. Um, phase, the multiverse saga, phase four, five, and six, which does include the Disney Plus shows. Like I said, I think I think there's too much going on now. There's just way, way too much. Um, my curiosity was how are these shows going to affect the uh, the films? And so, so far, it seems like these shows are playing off as origins, origin stories, or they're just kind of spending that time to further explore the character. And so the first time we actually got to see this in action, which was the big question, like, how is it really going to affect the, um, how is it really going to affect the, uh, the, the films and whatnot? And Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and WandaVision answered that question, kind of. If you saw that film and not WandaVision, you can, it's pretty, like, it's pretty weak, the motivation that Wanda has to do everything that she did, especially considering if you've only, you know, obviously you've seen all the films beforehand, you've seen her journey already as far as, excuse me, you've seen her journey already as far as, like, what's been going on with her and the struggles from, you know, wanting to take down the Avengers to trying to make it up and then going through civil war and we've seen it. Right. And then we leads to infinity war and losing like the one person she loves. Um, so then when you go to multiverse of madness, you know, just the films, it's, it's so weird. Like it's just not there. So, but if you saw WandaVision beforehand, of course, and then see Multiverse of Madness, it just adds more context to the story, to her story. And it makes more sense. And the, her conviction as to why she's doing everything and her kids and all that and why it's such a big deal makes more sense. So in reality, the Disney Plus stuff has just become, to me at this point, it's just filler. It's, it's the, you know, like I said earlier, you know, people are saying there's that meme going around like, oh, you know, Endgame is like the final boss of the movie and we're doing all the side quests now. I feel the Disney Plus shows of Marvel are side quests. 
That's all they are. Like, if you want some more information, you want to know some things, there you go. The films are still going to be the main missions, the main priority, the main stuff. But if you want some extra context, then there you go. Um, because the next, what's the next property that's going to enlighten us? Um, I guess Black Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp will be probably the next one because we'll get more stuff from Kang the Conqueror. Excuse me. <coughs> Since he's appeared in Loki. So we'll see if watching Loki mattered or doesn't matter when you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. The next one, the, the true next film that's going to have the biggest effect um, influence from um, well, actually the next two because the Marvels that comes out July 28th and that one comes out before Captain America. That one is going to be big with Miss Marvel. So that will, that's technically the next show that's going to show us like how much does it matter to watch that show? Because Miss Marvel is an origin story of Kamala Khan. We get all that information. We basically just know who she is, how she gets her powers, what she's about, et cetera, et cetera. Then we get a quick little tease of Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers at the end. And so Miss Marvel is going to continue that story. Um, so whether, like, you know, is she just going to pop up with no explanation? So if you didn't watch the show, you're just like, who's this girl? Or, you know, they're going to do like a quick little synopsis. Whoa, this is her. She got this power. Boom, boom. You know, or, you know what I mean? So it doesn't, we don't know yet just how much the MCU films are going to rely on the MCU, rely on people watching the MCU shows is where I'm getting at. Because the next one after that is the Captain America uh, New World Order. Sam Wilson is Captain America. You know, we see him get the shield at the end of Endgame. But we find out in the show, the Falcon and the Soldier, he actually didn't feel worthy enough to do that. And so he gave up the shield, like donated it to the uh, Smithsonian Museum that you see in the Winter Soldier. Um, and so they felt they needed a uh, figure to continue the uh, the Captain America thing. So then that's where they introduced John Walker, a.k.a. Captain America, a.k.a. U.S. Agent. So, you know, and then eventually at, by the end of the show, he teams up with Wakanda because uh, Bucky has still connections to Wakanda. Actually, you know, and I think about it, I hope Bucky appears in Black Panther. Now that I think about it, that'd be kind of cool. Anyways, um, you know, and then that's how he gets his new suit. He gets the Captain America suit, which is a hybrid of Captain America and... Uh, Falcon so obviously he's playing the big role in the new Captain America film that comes out May 3rd 2024 how are they going to do that are they going to be like yeah you know uh, what do you call it you know he went through all this you know they're going to recap it or they're just going to like again assume that people watch the Disney Plus show so that's my big thing with the MCU right now I think we got way too much going on they need to streamline it. Um, don't get me wrong. I love all the extra content. Uh, I'm big. And you guys know me. I'm big on the MCU. I'm big on the whole multiverse thing. So I love all this stuff. But it's just, it's it's getting to a point. Right, right now, it's at a point where I feel 
there's a lot of content out there, but it doesn't really matter. And that's a big concern of mine. Um, because with the films and face, you know, the infinity saga, like people nitpick every movie and it was a big deal. And it just, if it was perfect, everything just meshed good. But now we just got way too damn much going on. And I mean, shit, we're not, we're not even there with X-Men yet. And I can't wait for the X-Men and the X-Men alone. I mean, it was its own franchise, but there are so many characters there are so many things. There's so many stories, so many things they can do with just X-Men alone. Not even not having to do with any of the other Marvel superheroes. It's a trip. If you don't know, if you're not, if you don't realize how big X-Men are and the roster of characters that they have, whether it's villains or, or protagonists or antiheroes or you name it, whew, you got another thing coming. It's there's a lot. There's so much. And I think that's why Disney is kind of waiting. They're trying to figure this stuff out. The other reason, too, I heard is that technically there's still when Disney acquired the Fox, you know, when they bought Fox uh, Studios and they got their rights for X-Men and all that. um, Technically, there's still a lot of actors that portrayed these X-Men characters still under contract, I think, up until 2025, 2024, 2025. So they cannot... Basically, they cannot have these characters be portrayed by a different actor or a different story um, until those contracts are up. Otherwise, they have to use those actors to portray them. Hence why I believe they got Patrick Stewart to be Professor X in um, Multiverse of Madness. Because um, he might have still had an active contract that only he can be Professor X. Well... Whichever version, because you also had McAvoy. So, I just read that. I don't know how true that is. It's just a thing that just popped up, like, earlier today. Um, But if it is true, then I guess that kind of makes sense why we haven't had an X-Men movie just yet. Um, And that's why the next next mutant movie that we have coming really close is going to be Deadpool, because obviously Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Like, you can't replace that. So I, that makes sense why that one's could probably going to be the first movie that we get from uh, Fox before anything else. Well, excluding Fantastic Four. So interesting stuff. A lot of interesting stuff. So I think I'm going to leave it there. Um, there's a lot coming on, a lot of, or a lot going on with this. I mean, we'll get more information. Um, obviously this year we'll finish phase four next year. We have phase, you know, continuing to phase five and so forth all the way to 2025. So I'm sure we'll have a lot more conversation about the MCU and the multiverse saga. We now just kind of have a plan as far or vision as far as the path that they're going. So next up MCU content, she Hulk August, um, August 17th, to be precise, nine episodes weekly. So August 17th, August 12th, and then November 11th, 2022, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda forever. So we'll see where the MCU takes us. Hope you guys have a good one.